I'm not ready. It's already going three. Oh, oh good. <laughs> Just say the boys. The boys. Welcome to season three of the boys. <laughs> What's Yo! up, everybody? <laughs> that was amazing. Oh. I think we should call it a podcast. I think that was a successful That was podcast good. Yeah, we should so. go into the business of creating intros for podcasts. I think that we would have at least <laughs> two, two clients yeah. for the next 50 years. How are you doing, dude? Oh, I'm actually doing pretty good. Good. Yeah, man. How are you doing? Freaking amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing good. I got... Our baby slept almost seven hours straight last night for the first time. Yeah. So that was amazing. New man. Yeah, except it's weird because you don't feel better necessarily. For some reason, you get like a little taste of the sleep. And you're that like, you used to once. Yeah, time. and you're like, oh gosh, that is nice. And I am still tired somehow, which doesn't make any sense. But um, I yeah, think we great. like subconsciously think that we. Um, that we like have like this clock in our head of like how much sleep we've lost and we need to make it gain up. it all back. Yeah. It's going to take years, but yeah, that was awesome. So, um, as you could tell, we are now in season three of the boys. We're done with the stupid favorite song thing. Cause we ran out of favorite songs. Also, I don't have my phone, so I can't play any. Okay, perfect. So we're done <laughs> with that. Cutting it. It's out. Also, sorry, Kristen, if you're trying to get a hold of me, I'm, I'm in the studio. I'm in the studio I'm with on the, mics. the boys. Um, so yeah, um, we're going to start a new season, as we said, and it's going to be around a new topic. We kind of hit elder stuff <laughs> last yeah, I mean, we, like, we didn't do it like fully, but almost we, half we were like of pretty, the qualifications. pretty committed, but like, like not super committed, you know, sub committed. So, um, we were lukewarm. We were lukewarm. <laughs> what Jesus says like is, the, is good. Just kidding. He doesn't not say the that. Laodiceans. It's not Ephesus. Guess we are lukewarm. <laughs> um, frick, I gotta find that now. Um, but yeah, we're gonna start off with a new topic this this uh, this third season. Yep. What are we gonna talk about, Big Al? Um, actually, so this kind of came about. Um, so Will and I, we've how, I don't know how many years of ministry and college ministry have we had together? Together. Um, um, well, I mean, just like if we were to like add up like all of the years we've both had in college ministry oh like six <laughs> so it's still not that impressive it's just like still <laughs> a relatively still, small yeah. number uh, let's just so go we're, three. We're, pretty, we're pretty much experts um, <laughs> but in that um as we've been talking about college ministry and stuff um one of the things i feel like people, the esv bible online won't let me click on revelation do they hate Revelation? They probably there's probably secret information oh they don't want you to see. Gosh, probably turn you into a post, turn you into a post mill. Last time I used ESV, I'm going to the CSB. Actually, I've been doing I've don't been reading there. CSB. That is, you don't like it? No, it's trash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think actually, Tom Schreiner is a big part of that, isn't he? He's one of my favorite guys. I think he's I like think so. a. Maybe not an editor, but he's somehow involved. Anyway, 
Go ahead. Anyway, um, but with that and just talking about college ministry and stuff, I feel like actually a lot of the questions, at least I used to get in college ministry from older people or would they would just kind of ask the question, how do you reach some of like the younger generation? Um, and so I can't necessarily pretend to be an expert in this because I'm really not. But one of the things we thought would be helpful is just saying, you know, here's what we've seen work and have success in the past. Um, the one thing is it's always changing. You never really can put your finger on it perfectly. But with that, hopefully give um, some ideas to whether you are in college ministry or you are um, on staff with a college ministry or even just in a local congregation. Um, how can how can we reach the younger generation? But mm-hmm. I think really before we get into that, I think that there's some prefaces we want to make. And I don't know if you have any or do you have anything to add to that? Well, I was going to say, Oh, I'm still looking through all these churches. Sorry. Um, People forgot that we even, you even really, asked that Oh, question. it was Laodicea. Yeah. Ah, um, <laughs> but, um, Can't you go ahead? <laughs> yeah, I think I, I just, what you were saying, I hear that all the time too. Like even just talking to my dad and stuff, who's a pastor and other pastors. And um, it just seems like everybody's really concerned and I think it's probably a good concern, but with like, how do we reach the younger generations? Like that's always seems like something um, that people are trying to figure out. Um, Cause I think like in our country, I don't know how convinced I am that we're like necessarily less Christian, like obviously in like a political conservative way. I mean, that's not being Christian, but like, for the amount of people checking the box of Christian, right? Like yeah. on whatever it is, obviously that's gone way down. Um, and like, but, but I just, when I think of, and I didn't live in the generations before, so it's like, I don't know, but I like even just looking at like South, um, not South America, but Southern United States of America. Like there's just so much of the Bible belt ness of like you're Cult, Christian yeah. with like a cultural uh, quotation marks. Yeah. yeah. But you're not actually John three born again, right? Like, like you, you haven't been gone from spiritual death to spiritual life. You just kind of have it as like a political category for yourself or something you do twice a year type of thing. And so in that sense, have a lot less people identified with Christianity definitely yep. but like i and i don't know i can't go back and even we can't even we don't see have people's like the numbers and all on, that yeah on like a spreadsheet but sure. it's like i don't i don't know if that's true um that we're like less christian if you actually consider being like born again a christian or if it's just like your politics you know yep um but that just seems like something that people are really and i think right in a lot of ways rightly concerned with is like how do we reach that younger generation, because in the eyes of a lot of people, we are, it's going downhill fast, right? Like in our country, like, oh, nobody's coming to Christ. Nobody's going to church. Nobody's right. All this stuff. Um, and so I hear that a lot. I even think in Cortez, when we were preaching over there, that was something that was pretty common. And a lot of like older, um, smaller churches that have just a bunch of older folks, that's something they're always concerned with is like, how to bring the youth in? How do we reach younger people? How um, and so obviously like Alan and I have been in that realm for a little bit. Um, you know, I was also, def- I was doing like youth stuff before that too, a little bit. Um, and so, so we, we've just kind of been in that realm. And so we thought it would maybe be helpful, um, to chat through that, um, and just kind of, um, talk about what has worked for us and that, 
comes with a lot there. I don't know if this is where you get with the disclaimers, but like there are things that like we have done slash are doing that we think are successful, but obviously it's not really dependent on us. Like just being like, um, like better at something than anybody else or anything like that. Like a lot of that's just the spirit in specific places moving in specific ways. Um, and so, yeah, that's not at all what we're claiming to do is like, we have the, we're the experts on how to reach the younger generations, but we just, it's more about like, what have we seen just being in the middle of it and what, you know, from our perspective works, what doesn't, what, right. Well, I think that there's like things that we do and also things we won't compromise in. Mm -hmm, And I think mm -hmm. that both of those are really, really important as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, any initial thoughts, um, I think we could probably dive. We could just kind of go broad on this one. And then uh, if we want to hit more specific areas in the next, yeah, you know, I, I think, so, I think but. that there's a, a big disclaimer that I think we have to hit right away. Um, in my opinion, one of the, one of the things that Will and I are very passionate about is the local church. Mm-hmm. Um, and we care very deeply about the local church. And so with that, even a lot of Reach's mission statement is how do you serve the local church, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of a little bit of an outlier when it comes to a lot of different college ministries. A lot of times we see like parachurch ministries, you know, where, um, you know, in college ministry, they're kind of their own thing. Um, sometimes they're attached to local churches, oftentimes not. Um, and so maybe just real quick before we even get into some of this other stuff is what what kind of uh, or where is your conviction there and where are you maybe it's not even like a different thing, but just where. Yeah. Where are your convictions when it comes to um, college ministry in the local church? Yeah, um, I obviously work for a college ministry. Um, so, like, I think that there's a place for it, but I don't think the college ministry or any parachurch ministry really is the point um, or is the the end and goal. Yeah. yeah. Or even like the main um, tool that the Lord is going to work through and um, save people through. And um, I college ministry is really cool because there's like, it's such like a big part of people's lives or big stage in people's lives of, um, you know, especially those who've kind of grown up in the church and, uh, it's like a huge stage for them kind of figuring out if they actually believe what they have been taught. Um, sorry. Um, and, uh, so it's really exciting and it's really action packed and you get like right in on a big part on people's life. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, a large part of even what we've done in the last two years, um, with transition, um, you know, college ministry wise that we talked about in the very beginning of this podcast was um, because we wanted to be plugged in um, to the local church and and for us specifically a local church that we were kind of on board with um, yep. missionally and theologically and stuff. That's um, really important, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, just for, for me, like I, uh, I kind of see reach or college ministry in general, um, ideally being like a funnel into the local church. Um because I think we we have we're kind of able to focus on that demographic, uh, but I I don't really. Obviously, it's fun to have a lot of people at your college ministry, but if it's between like a Sunday, and and your students being plugged into local church or your your college ministry event, 
I, I would, I think in my heart of hearts, <laughs> pick the, the local church Sunday. Uh, obviously I have a lot of pride mixed up in that with like wanting to be, um, successful in worldly measurements, mm-hmm. um, or even like, um, like whether that be like numbers or hype around like, Oh God is doing something huge in this specific ministry. Um, and so there's a lot there where it's like, if it came down to like, do you really want more people at your Wednesday night, um, college thing or at church? You know, I, I would hope I would say church. Right. <laughs> um, um, and I think in my heart of hearts, I would want that. Um, but yeah, that, that's kind of the role I see it playing. Um, and it, and it is cool because it is a, I think that, you know, the way we're set up even like legally as an entity right now is like a branch or arm of the local church, uh, rather than our own thing. Um, but you're independent. You have your own autonomy as an organization in some ways, in some ways. And in others, you have accountability by the local church. I would say as a ministry, maybe, um, not like super, like every student knows it, but like we are accountable to the elders of, um, first Baptist, right. And, 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 in like a, um, overarching sense where they could kill us, you know, kind of any moment they wanted. Um, and, and, you know, they can, they can, they can fire me and uh, all kinds of stuff like that. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think that's the right role. Um, and I think that's like a really important disclaimer is just like the local church, like, you know, when we go to scripture, like it doesn't say the college ministry or, um, even like an orphanage or any of these like parachurch things that are good and accomplishing good things, that those are the butchers of truth or the uh, bride of Christ or the right. Any like, no, that's, and that's the, not to devalue. No, them, but, but it's, it's not to value the church. Yeah. It's ultimately the local church is the entity or um, system sounds not very um like fancy <laughs> yeah. and like amazing but yeah. um but the like body structure. i guess or structure yeah. that the lord has set up in order to um spread his kingdom through the world and so um so yeah i think that's a really good one yeah um, and I, I think just a couple of questions then so mm-hmm. one question is why did you think it was necessary to like put yourself in submission to the elders like mm-hmm. Um, like why, why was that a really important thing to, or was it important is maybe even a better Mm. question. Um, yeah, I think it was really important. Um, it kind of originated from, well, there's a lot of background, but, um, we obviously had the desire to be connected to a local church, um, but didn't really know what that would look like because, um, even we wrestled through it a lot of like, um, it felt like kind of all or nothing. Like we had to become staff of a local church um, and be essentially a youth group or be a parachurch, you know, completely like independently our right. own thing. Um, and so we kind of took the mid middle route, which was like, we've, we, which is the there's least a popular, couple, right. yeah, there's like a couple other, there's one group um, campus, I can't remember the oh, names either. Gosh, there's one in, there's a couple in Denver area campus. Um, Piper's church has the, it's like a, it's like a parachurch organization 
but that also but serves does a local that church. like yeah. they do uh, essentially what we did and i actually talked to a guy from uh the village i don't know if it was one of the campuses that's now its own thing or the main one but um they they kind of do this it's actually they're the same they're the same program or uh ministry the village church one um and so we we just kind of talked to them um about what they were doing and how that looked and uh so they they're kind of similar where they're support raised but they but they um but they're connected and held. campus outreach that's it, it. That's campus outreach called. yeah um they're connected to the local church but they fundraise their own money um and so so yeah i i talked to that guy on the phone i called him up just because i saw that they were doing something we kind of thought was a potential for us to do um and and he he asked me he said hey are you able to be fired i was like um I told him I could be socially outcast from the church, but I could still get a paycheck because we were raising money through like a third party um, organization. And, um, and so not really. Right. And even like, if I was socially outcast here, we like, there would be potential to just go, just keep going, just not connected to this church. Right. So there's no, there's no like actual pretend accountability. Yeah. There was no, (laughs) like, it was like, could they, could they do church discipline on me like a member? Yeah. But would there be any like, even like legal, which sounds scary, but legal slash actual ministry accountability in terms of like allowing me to continue to, to do ministry? No, there yeah. wasn't. You know? Well, and I think so, even just to clarify here, like, I think that you, you went so far into this is even to like sign a contract to some extent with with like the church here, because you wanted that accountability of saying, if I go wheels off or, you know, I start getting kind of crazy Mm -hmm. and whether it's my theology or whether it's um, whatever, then you guys have Mm -hmm. that power to pull the plug on this whole thing. Yeah. So we're technically considered like an integrated auxiliary of the church, which is essentially means like it's a ministry under the 501c3 under the nonprofit like organization um, of the church. Um, so like we have the same number as a church, but it essentially was like a, um, the best example I have of it is like nine marks ministry that started from Capitol Hill Baptist church with Mark Dever. It, it was like born out of that and ultimately falls under the umbrella of that, but it got like too big to manage for like the elders. Like it wasn't something they were going to like, you know, talk through at their elder meetings. Like right. what do we do with nine marks? So they like, they established their own board, but ultimately like, you know, the Capitol Hill could cut the head off the snake, right? Because it was ultimately under their umbrella. Um, and so that's kind of what we are. Um, but yeah, I think just, I mean, Alan kind of said it, like why I wanted to do that um, and set up accountability was just because um, I, well, ultimately think it's probably most, not probably, but definitely most healthy um, for me and for I think all future people um, who are like a part of this ministry or working for this ministry to be accountable to a local church and and to be plugged into a local church and not just to be isolated because um, cool. that that just provides so much opportunity to go wheels off and do what you want you know um, and it is kind of scary because really like we 
and I've been thinking about this lately and it doesn't make me regret it, but we submitted ourselves to a changing elder board, like in the sense that like at some point the elders will be different, right? Like whether that be a while or whatever, right? At some point the elders will be different and might not um, value, you know, what we're doing to the same level um, and could just cut it off. Right. Like, and so I, there, and there just has to be trust with that, right? In yeah. terms of like the spirit and trusting that, um, you know, if if it's meant to continue to function, then it will. And if it's not, it's, then that'll happen too. Um, but but yeah, that's not something we could control or anything. But anyway, I've been rambling. Um, well, I know, but I have was one your more. OG question? Well, I think that was it. I think okay, you answered okay. it. Why do you want to submit um, mm. to the elders? I think the second question I have though So I don't is, go whack, bud. What? So I don't go whack. Yeah, could have been said that quickly, but you had to ramble for 85 minutes. <laughs> to make minutes. a long story short. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. But um, when you say like you want to serve the local church, could you define that word serve and what that kind of means for your ministry right now? Because mm-hmm. um, like it, I feel like that that's kind of a tagline. At least sometimes yeah. I find myself saying it's like, well, what's reach really about? And uh-huh. it says, well, they really want to serve the local church, right? We're for the local church. Um, and so, like I said, I can't, even when I say we, it's not really including like me in the sense of like, I'm with reach, but no, in, in the ways. sense, like what's, what does serving the local church mean when you're not necessarily a part of the initial ministry of the local church, but you're, mm-hmm. you're serving that ministry? What does that look like just for our listeners to kind of get a better understanding i think specifically um outreach like i think that we have um the ability to like tap into a specific demographic um and pour them into local church like and so if we have like the goal of being a multi-generational church like we have that ability to bring in that younger generation and plug them in and so i think it's a it's not so much like a serving in the sense of like you know, we're doing like a, like a, uh, what's an example? We're like helping with hospitality on a Sunday morning, yeah. which in a lot of ways we are because a lot of the students are. Right. Um, but I, I, I view it as this like specifically in the sense of we are funneling from that specific demographic into the local church, helping its evangelistic efforts. All right. Cause like, um, that's like frame who we were talking about, John frame, like yep. that's, he describes, like I talked to this Sunday school, but, um, the three purposes of the local church, it's like the edification of the saints, evangelization of the world. And, um, Oh, um, worship to God. Mm-hmm. Um, like three, three directions, the saints, the world and God, like, you know, like when we come together, it's not just one of those. Well, when we come together, it's, probably worship and edification specifically, but also evangelism is included in that. But I think specifically in that, that realm, the evangelization of the world is where we pour into it and are beneficial in that way. To Um, allow the edification then to happen on a Sunday. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. And the worship. For sure. And and it's weird because we do a lot of that too, Um, you know, specifically in the college realm. Um, and that's also part of my flaw. That's like part of the reason I, I'm not like an ideal college person because I care more. And it, it's not that I don't care about the other, but I, I, my heart beats more around edification 
um, than it does the evangelization. Like, it's not that I don't care about evangelism, but it's not my like natural gifting or tendency mm-hmm. towards. Um, and so I think that's fine. I think it's good. I don't, it's I don't just think my, that there's yeah, an ideal It's there. just my, but it's like, like, you know, if the main goal is outreach, you know, like I, that's not my strength. And obviously mm-hmm. we just need to put people around me that have those strengths. But anyway, that's how I see it serving it. Um, and I think, le- you know, we've talked about like leaders too. Um, yeah. You know, like we kind of have a cool, we just get to give young folks a lot of like practical opportunities to lead and serve. And it kind of like helps illuminate who could lead in the local church in the future. Um, you know, and so I think that's been a cool role too. Um, and Alan is really big on that. And that's one of the things that I think is carried over from him leading college ministry. Um, it's not necessarily like my, like, you know, first thing I think of, um, but, but I think that's been big too, um, of just like, we've got a lot of young folks and guys specifically, um, not to be sexist, but like, just like elder potential guys. I, yeah. think, we, I think we've talked about male. I think so. In yeah. the elders mm-hmm. section, but, um, who knows? We only did it. Who knows? We only did that one. Who knows? Halfway. We were subcommitted. Um, <laughs> we've only got three more episodes on this season. Tune in. Uh, but, uh, so that's been cool too. I think like, we've poured in that yeah which was not i think is like a lot of you setting that up um in the past so well and um, so so one of the things i think really that i just want to establish here on this podcast is i think that in in my in our opinion um that a high view of the local church sets up the best sort of college ministry um, because one of the things I, I served in a college ministry and we, we didn't have a, a great tie with the church. Obviously they, we were, uh, we were partners to some extent and, um, obviously we, we got along, but there were some different theological mm-hmm. issues. There was a lot that was there. Um, but one of the things that we actually saw is that not being tied to a local church that you can really get on board with, um, really actually I feel like almost did more damage than it did sometimes good. And I know that that's really hard for me to say in the sense of like, you can't really measure that. Mm -hmm. But I guess maybe more what I'm saying is we definitely saw when uh, we saw, we saw hurt come when people would graduate from college and then they would have nowhere to go because yeah, they would feel abandoned because it was like, well, here's been my community for, Mm -hmm. For four years, I grew like crazy. It was really good. And then all of a sudden I get out to the real world. I'm no longer in Durango and I don't know how to find myself Mm -hmm. a local church. I don't know how to, I don't know how to get around older people. I don't know how to be catered to my age. I don't know how to be around this music when it's not for me. Right. And so we actually found that that actually produced sometimes even, even worse like mm-hmm. outcomes and it would have been even serving. Um, and like I said, that's, that's not necessarily everybody. That wasn't all of our mm-hmm. college ministry. Um, but with that, so I think, you know, if, if you're, if you are maybe even debating, um, maybe you're like feeling called to college ministry or some, something in the future, who knows? Um, or you're a, a pastor who's looking to get um, a college ministry. I would say one of the things is find somebody who loves the church. Um, I think that that's like the first thing. Cause I think, like I said, and that I will very much admit that I wasn't there right away. Um, but I think, like I said, the more that I went through college ministry, I could just kind of tell it's mm. like, even, even in some of my, I feel like 
my most successful college ministry years, it was like, man, things are going good. Things are going good. And then we'd get to summer and then we'd kind of see a lot of our students just kind of really start to tank to some extent. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't healthy. So like I said, um, I think, I think whether you're in college ministry or you're wanting to be in college ministry, you're a pastor. Um, I think just, just the view of the local church really kind of is the starting point. And I think the one other thing around that, that I wanted to say is that the local church um, is really meant to be multi-generational. So what we're not saying is that you should be a church that only focuses on mm -hmm. college ministry, mm -hmm. because we think For that sure. that would be a detriment. But at the same time, you also can't be a church that's just full of, you know, 45 and plus. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You need each other. We all need each other. We need the diversity of age to really have wisdom, to have youth, to have energy, to have passion, to have all these different things kind of come together within the body. Mm -hmm. And so what we're saying here is in this series or in, in, in our season three, season anyway, season three, like is not necessarily that we just want to be just a young, want people mm -hmm. to be a young church, no. but we want to try and provide things that help people understand yeah. that there are ways to reach younger generations yeah. and that it's worth it. It's worth sure. your effort. So if this is called reaching young folks, this is how the local church and where the local church fits or something like that. Something like that. So I don't know why you always feel like you have to bring a title on, like we, you can work on the title after well, the podcast because is done. They're thinking, oh yeah, that's a lot of great info, but how does it kind of wrap up? You know, like what's the well, point? Tune in. Well, the point is <laughs> the local church is important for reaching young people. Yeah. I think that that's the baseline. Without it, your folks, young folks are not well-rounded they are not uh, plugged into something that lasts for their life they're four years now yeah we got 10 seconds I, and i Last think that comments. you're also you're also um you're withholding blessing from them if you don't bring them to the local church amen brother welcome to C